Hey guys, this is April, also known as the Soul Coach. This is episode 42. Alright you guys, so let's talk about what is holding you back and how a relationship can be holding you back. Everyone has discernment and everyone knows that when they're in a partnership with someone, if that person is adding to you or subtracting to you. And it has to be a healthy balance between the two. If you're in a relationship where you're constantly giving, 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 and your partner is doing bare minimum, you're going to end up resenting that person because you feel that that person is not giving to you. That being said, though, what are you requiring them to? When I think about my son's father, when he's the only guy I've ever lived with, right? And because um, I've always been very independent. I like living by myself. And uh, I like my peace and I like my quiet and I like all of that. You know, that being said, I just wanted, uh, when we were together, I wanted things to be perfect for, you know, our little family. And so I totally took control. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, I've been told I'm a controlling person. And I am because I'm a Leo and I'm automatically on boss mode. Been since I was little. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm boss. However, as I've gotten older, I realized that I need to allow the man to be a man. But he needs to step into that role. If he's not going to be in a masculine role, then I'm definitely going to... My divine feminine... My divine femininity is definitely going to take the empress role. And I'm going to... I'm going to knock it out the box because that's how I was raised. Anyhow, I... Didn't allow him to be the man because I was always in control. So down to like the house we lived in, how it was decorated, what was going on. This is how it's going to be paid. That's how this is going to be paid. I made more money than him, a considerably amount of more money than he did. So it was like, I'm the one in control. And that is not how you should be when you're in a relationship. And I learned this. This is all things that I've learned. But at, at but looking back in hindsight, we weren't equally yoked as far as our belief system, as far as like how um, to raise a child. Uh, just a lot of things that you should be checking before you pull in a partner. And when you're pulling in a partner, you guys have to have some similarities. And everybody talks about opposite attracts, opposite attracts. Yeah, no. Because when it comes to me and my awakened state, I have to be with someone that is awakened. Me being with someone that is still asleep and and, and is also a sheep is not going to work. Because my point of view of the world and my point of view of life and how I want to live it and how I want to raise my son is totally going to be totally different from someone that's still stuck in the matrix. Because I see past that. And and if I'm with a partner that doesn't see or have the same mindset that I have, he's going to bring me down. 
because I have opened up my third eye. I have, I'm on a higher frequency. My thought processes are different and we don't have to see eye to eye on everything, but you need to be woke. And at the same time though, like my frequency is high. You need to meet me where I am with my frequency or we're not going to be able to make, it's not going to be able to work. I find it hard to date because of that. And I literally am like sitting, um, sitting down at a date or having dinner or drinks or whatever I decide to do with a date. <laughs> and I get bored easily if the conversation isn't elevated. I cannot talk about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj beef and that be it. <laughs> I have way, there's way more important things than that, right? And uh, are to have superficial conversations about materialistic things like, oh, I just bought this new car. Oh, I just, you know, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with that, but we need to talk about different things. We need to talk about aliens. You know, we need to talk about consciousness. And those are the things that I personally talk about in relationships. And then I want my partner to be able to add if he like or dislike or even have be knowledgeable about certain things that, you know, that's important to me. However, being in a relationship with someone that you outgrow, um, it's hard. And you have to make that decision for yourself if you want to remain in that relationship. And I always think about it like this. If you are anointed to be a minister or um, to, to follow a life path that is not a regular, that's not regular, right? That's extraordinary. You cannot be with a regular person. You just can't. Because that mindset is not going to match your mindset. And that is going to bring you down. And as hard as it is, and as much as we are uh, loyal to people and our partner, and um, I know for me, I'm very loyal. And uh, you really have to do something wrong for me to like cheat or for me to like step out because that means that I've, I've given you enough rope to like hang yourself until you just was like okay I'm gonna take advantage of this girl and then you're gonna be done because then I'm gonna be done right but when you have an extraordinary life purpose and you're going towards that purpose because you're following what God is telling you to do and you're with a guy that is like happy with his nine to five and it's like this is it in your life like he has no other aspirations he doesn't care about what you got going on I mean like you'll know you can't be with that person he's gonna bring you down and then a lot of times when you think about spiritual you think about spirits that person can be in your life just to block you from your path so you have to be cautious of that as well think about the people that you have around you the people that you talk to every day. The people that's in your circle. Are you guys having high level conversations? Are you guys talking about growing? Are you guys talking about building? Are you guys talking about wealth? 
Or you guys talk about things that, like, five years down the line, like, this is where I want to be ten years down the line. This is what I'm going to be doing. Are you talking about what you're going to do for the weekend? Are you talking about, like, what party you're going to go to? Are you talking about, like, let's, you know, let's go have fun somewhere? Are you really thinking about the things that, you know, that are important to you? And I had to make that realization for myself, right? And I um, and it's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you love someone, but you know that that person can no longer be in your life at that capacity. Doesn't mean that you have to cut them off. It means that you need to back away some, because you don't want that energy to block you from your manifestations. And I think that that's, you know, for me, one of the hardest things to do, especially when dating, is that, you know, I can be physically attracted to someone. And then, like, I'm like, no, like, this person's going to block me. I know because he looks great on the outside and he says everything that I want to hear. But when you pull back those layers, it's like, no, no. I'm going to get distracted and this is not where I'm going to, where I need to end up. And, uh, you think about your family. You think about people, your family that's around you. Because the enemy and the opposition definitely comes in the people that's close to you to block you from your path. And it holds you back. And there's family members that will not support you. That will say the meanest and nastiest things to you. Because trust me, I have it in my family. And um, they say some really, really hurtful things. <laughs> and because they don't understand what your path is, they don't understand. It's over their head. It's over their understanding. So, of course, they're going to attack it. Because they don't understand it. And uh, and it's also set up for you to understand your tenacity, your growth, and your faith in your path. And it doesn't mean that you have to cut that person completely out of your life. It just means that you need to handle it with a long handle spoon. Like, you have to... What I do with my family members is I literally shut down. I talk in phrases... <laughs> I literally like try to zone out when they're talking negativity and lack. I try to jump on a positive subject even though they circle back to the negative. So then I get out of the conversation and then I like zone out on something else like my things to do list or my son or something that's very positive. Um, Because you have to be cautious of those things. I... uh. I limit my time with them. I put up a barrier of protection when I'm around those family members. And then, like, I talk in phrases. <laughs> like, I talk bits and pieces. I don't go too deep because I'm very cautious of the energy that they're trying to project on me. Because if you listen to them long enough, you start believing them. And when you start believing them, then that's going to take you off your path and it's going to stop you from your growth. 
So you have the relationships that you need to be cautious of in your partnerships and the people that you need to be intimate with, right? Because they can steal your light as well. And I talked about this in a previous podcast about the incubus and succubus energy when you're when you're dealing with intimate partners and how they can take your light away from you. I talk about, you know, we talk about family members and we're talking about friends and the group of people that you hang around the most. And if you find yourself by yourself, then it's okay. <laughs> you want to be a hermit for a little while, but don't get comfortable being alone. But it's okay because seclusion and isolation is when you really get to know and love on yourself. And I did it for an entire year. And uh, about eight or nine months I did it. And uh, within that time, I got to know me. I got to study me. I got to reflect back on things that didn't work and did work for me. And then when I came out of my seclusion is when I started elevating and realizing that, man, this friend I have ain't about shit. (laughs) I can't, I cannot deal with this bitch. I got, no, 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 And, and I can't, I just can't, you know, and then I'm like, and I'll cut, you know, people off and be nice or whatever, but you know, that's it. And then like, I think about like, I used to be friends with my exes, right? And, uh. And I didn't understand why. Like, I would be nice and cordial and still have their number. And, you know, what's up? What's up? Or even guys I dated. And I'm like, no, cut that out. Cut it out. So I went on a delete block spree, right? From my social media, Snapchat is mainly for, like, personal. And then Instagram is all business anyway. And then I got rid of my Facebook. So normally, like, only social media that I have for my friends is Snapchat, in which I'm rarely on. So I have Instagram, I have a few friends on there, but not many. And then I have um, me, just like, I just want one-on-one. And then that's like, I very few people have my phone number. And, um, and I have it that way for a reason. Because I have protected myself from that seclusion. When I came back out, I was like, I have to protect my energy. And, and protecting your energy so that I can't get back off track. Because when you're on your track and God has that purpose on your life, you cannot, and I mean cannot, backpedal or get off your track or allow a distraction. Because let me tell you, God will come in and knock you off your feet. You will go through the dark night of the soul. You will hit rock bottom and you got to start over again. So when you have those kinds of things that happen, that is when you're like, okay, I need to protect myself at all costs. And that's exactly what it was. And that's exactly what happened. So um, hopefully this helped you a lot. I know I sound like I'm rambling, but I feel like I got the message across on the importance on protecting yourself. And not allowing things to block you and from your path. And a lot of times it comes in a 
the people that that love you the closest to you your mom your dad your sister your brother your your son your daughter and it's a hard like this spiritual journey that we're on is so hard and it is like but it's rewarding at the same time it's hard and it's rewarding and once you get to one phase you got to get to the next phase and then when you finish that phase, you got to get to the next phase. And it's ongoing and it's constant. And when you think that you've gotten to one place, then you're like, shit, <coughs> I had another phase to go into, right? So, but anyway, I um, I wanted this this episode to be pretty quick because I want everybody to kind of like really listen to my last episode. Take that in about addictions. I think it's very important. And uh, this episode was really just a, a quick one about relationships and people that you have that are blocking you um, from your path. So you guys have a great weekend. I will talk to you guys on Monday for Motivational Mondays. You guys email your questions in at s-o-l-e-o-n-e at mail.com. Don't forget, if I read your question online, I mean, well, on the episode, then you get a free gift from me. So take the time, send an email. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave a review. I would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I am going to put my podcast gear up this weekend. I'm so excited about that. And um, I'm going to sound very, very professional the next podcast. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.